Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message. Amen. So, it's been a couple weeks, uh, but about, I think about three weeks ago now, I, I started the message, uh, Seeing Past Disappointments uh, into Destiny. Uh, and just to do a, a, a recap, it's been a couple weeks, uh, I, I talked about, it came, first came from Matthew 11 and 28, uh, where Jesus says that you can find rest for your souls. That's he desires rest. Uh, Elder Diane talked about that as well, having, having that rest. And so many times we, we carry uh, disappointment and we carry uh, letdowns and pains and sufferings and and all these things are around our necks like a, a yoke and when disappointment happens and, and falls down it's, it's hard to really see past it and and to move beyond that and, and we can feel stuck uh and stagnant with that but jesus says uh to take on uh my yoke my yoke is is easy and my burden is is light i praise god for that because he's 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 doing the lifting with that he's doing all the work and all we got to do it's just, it's just hang in there. And I talked about when Jesus fed the, the 5,000. Right? The, he didn't tell the disciples to go out and go buy bread, or he didn't go and tell them to go to, to, go to the neighbor's house and pick it up. He just told them to, to give me what you have. And I had to hold on to that myself, is that we, we have to just give God what we have and allow him uh, to do the rest. Sometimes we can get disappointments where, because we're trying to do too much. And not uh, uh, allowing him and not uh, trusting him. Something that, that, that God it, it really s- spoken to uh, me this morning uh, is, was, was about trust. Uh, Brother Carr, can you come in for a minute? Yeah. Something that he, 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 showed, he showed me about, about trust. Uh, some of you guys probably know uh, or maybe heard a, it's, I think it's called like the trust uh, I think it's the, the trust experiment or something like that, where you just you just turn and you just fall, and the person has to has to to catch you, and you you have to you're not really bracing yourself. Make sure you paying make sure he paying attention. I ain't sleep over there. <laughs> Making sure he ain't bending down tying the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and you and 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 you trusting in God and you just falling back. Cuz the word says the trust in in the Lord with all your heart. With all your heart. You can't trust, okay God, are are you there? Are you are you watching? That's not all your heart. That's not that's not all your heart and sometimes that will block you uh, from, from blessings, it can block you from receiving, blocking you from, from not tr- trusting because you got your, your foot back and you're looking, you're checking. Is he there? God, where you, where you at? I, I don't see you. And so he just wants you to appreciate it, brother. Something that he's spoken to my spirit just this, this morning is that, that he wants my people to, to trust me because it starts with that, that trust. It, when you trust somebody, you can love them. You can, you can give to them. You can give your time to them. When you trust them, you can receive. Praise God. So just, just giving in that, that trust in, in, in the law with that. Uh, I t- put the definition up of, let me see if there's something here. Okay, make sure I get this work. All right, here we go. Yeah, we talked about uh, the difference between the two with discouragement and uh, disappointment. 
And the main thing is with disappointment, there's, a, there's an expectation with disappointment. That's how we can, we can be let down because our, our expectation is one level, but what we get is a different level. And when we hear and talk about uh, church hurt, and hurt, church hurt is real, it's, it's a hurt, but that's why church hurt seems so hard because you're not expecting to be stabbed in the back. You're not expecting to be talked about. You're not expecting to be lied on, to be mistreated or misused. So if you're not expecting it, it's a, it's a harder blow to take and to receive, and it seems worse. If someone did the same thing, that happens out in the world all the time. But when we come to the church, we're not, we're not expecting that. In the church? To be taught up, lied on? In the church? So that's why it seems that it's hurting. I don't want to make light of, of any, anybody's experiences, because I, I have them too. But just to give some, some reasoning uh, and, and some explanation why it seems so hard sometimes to, to deal with that. It's, it just boils down uh, to your, your expectation. And then we, uh, we talked about some of the disappointments uh, in the Bible. And the main one that we, we started on was uh, with Leah uh, and Rachel dealing with Jacob. And I, that really tugged on my heart because Jacob, he worked for uh, Rachel for seven years. He worked for her for seven years. And, and we can relate to working for something, sewing into something, a, a marriage or your job building your family, sowing into those things and it not coming out the way that you expected. This is what happened with, with, with Jacob and, and he got Leah. And I'm sure he was, he, was dis, he was disappointed because it wasn't what he was looking for. And I, I, from Leah's eyes, I'm sure she was dis, disappointed as well because she was given to a man that didn't even love her. And not only that, given to her by her, her, her father. And that's really, as I continue to walk and, and to move into what God has for me, and, and one, of, one of the things I'm seeing about myself is that one of my passions is, is the family unit, and, and especially fatherhood. I don't know why, but it's, it's something that, that definitely tugs at my heart. And I, I heard something that really dismayed me uh, this, this week. It was on a gospel station uh, with a gospel host, and they were talking about money in the segment, and they had a guy called in, and he said that his, his child support was, was basically gonna be done with because the child was turning 18. Uh, he wanted to know some investments of what he could do with the extra money. And the host of the show just stopped and put on uh, applause music and clapped their hands, and, and this was a gospel show, and I'm like, wait a minute. So first of all, you, you and, and your significant other, you couldn't come to agreement so the, the court had to make you pay this money to support your child. And now that he or she is 18, you're gonna celebrate to the point that you have extra, extra money. And it's, it's not even about the money because real fathers, even if you don't have the money, you still have the desire to do, to do for your children. But it's, it, was, it was sad because this is where we've come at now to where fatherhood is really, they want to make it a thing of the past. It's, it's just a, a seed contributor. And it's, it's, it's not so. And, and this was it's supposed to in the kingdom. It's, it's not right. And it, do, it does need to be addressed because I, I see it every day. I can, almost, I can look at a child and tell if a father is active in their life or not. I can look at them and tell. And it's, it's, a, it's a sad day. Uh, and it's definitely something that needs to be uh, talked about. And the, the real fathers in here, I definitely applaud you. Keep doing what you, you do. 
sometimes we I know we, we get we get celebrated on Father's Day, but I, I still want to say thank you because you you working every day. So y'all y'all this <laughs> y'all <laughs> yeah Amen. You guys are sitting there. Keep keep hanging in there. <laughs> and then the, the 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 big thing that really just that really just got me and reason why I had to title this message is because even though it was Rachel that he wanted and then he got Leah, Leah was actually his connection uh, to Jesus Christ because she gave birth to Judah in which we know Jesus came through the, the tribe of Judah. So if it wasn't for, for Leah, then Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's connection wouldn't even, wouldn't even exist. So there was a, a, a reason for her being in there. And so it made me ponder this question and this, this thought that why, why do we need to, to see past disappointments? Because they, they're real, they happen uh, all the time, but we have to see past them because the, the enemy would like for us just to give up and just stay where we, we are. That's the only way that he can, he can win is for us just to, to stay still, to stay stagnant, to not keep going, to not try, to not believe. So we have to see past those, those disappointments into what God has for us. Because I just believe with his promises, he, there, there's so many in there, and he, he's a God that cannot lie. So I have to stand true on his word and believe, even though I can't see it, even though it doesn't look like it, even though it's dark outside, I still got to trust that the sun is coming up tomorrow. I still have to walk in that and, and, and believe that. So I, I thought about what, how could we seek past that? What, what would happen? What would, how could we see spiritually where we need to go? Because sometimes in, in the natural, we, we're not there yet. We're seeing all the darkness, all the dismay, We've seen the, the negativity and things that, ha that happens. So with this story, I had to kind of think about what did they do and what we could learn from that to, to move into what God has for us. So we can, we can turn to Genesis chapter 28, verse 1. Genesis chapter 28, verse 1. And to kind of give you the, the, the background to this, this is, this is after Jacob is, he's still Esau's blessing, but before he wrestles with the angel. And so when you, when you read through this, you can kind of see how the change in his character, because the, the amount of time he, he spent with Laban and Leah and Rachel was actually 20 years. He worked the 14 uh, for Rachel, but he still was there another six years. So it was a total of, of 20 years. So that's that span of, of time that, that, that happened and then when he was leaving, he was trying to go back to make a, amends with his, his brother Esau. If you remember, he stole his, his birthright. He dressed up uh, so his father could, could lay his hands, his, uh, his blessing on him. And so throughout this story, you can see how he, he had a, a change of mind, uh, a change of heart to reconcile with his brother. And he eventually changed his, his name. So you can see that, that process uh, through that. So I want to read... The scripture there, it says Genesis 28 and 1, it says, Then Isaac called Jacob, blessed him, and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughter's house of Canaan. Arise, go to Panoram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughter of Laban, your mother's brother. 
So to kind of go back, let's make sure I hit the right one. All right. So these are the second part here is going to be these the five uh, reminders to help us help us see past those disappointments. So to kind of think about what's happening, and as, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm kind of a, a family person. When you look back at the story of um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all three had wives that were bearing. But uh, Isaac and Rebecca, Re Rebecca said, no, nah, I'm not giving you a, a maidservant. <laughs> I ain't having that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Isaac prayed, and that's how he got her womb. Uh, to open up. So it's just fascinating to me just to see how that developed uh, through that. And even with them, Isaac had to go off uh, and, and find his wife. God told uh, Abraham to go. So uh, Isaac tells uh, Jacob he needs to go out. And I don't want you uh, dealing with these, these Canaanite uh, women around here. So he told him uh, to go. So the, fir the first so the first thing to keep in mind is don't see yourself as wrong when you could be right. And the reason why I said it, because he was under instruction of his father to go. He had instruction. He had permission. He had direction. It was, it was part of his destiny to go and find a wife, but still something happened along the way that where he didn't get Rachel at first, he got Leah. And so, so many times when we're walking and disappointment happens, when we, we get laid off at work, uh, we, we get a, a bad news re report. We get these things, and our first thought is, is that, well, something happened, or, well, God is punishing me, or what, what did I do uh, to deserve this? You can be in, in the right place at the right time doing the right thing, and disappointment still can come in, in, our, in our lives. So the first thing to keep in mind is that it's not always your, your fault. It's not always uh, uh, some, you've done something, you've, you've messed up, you've uh, uh, missed the mark, and then, well, God is, is punishing you. Some, we have to kind of get that, meta we have to get that mentality out of our, out of our minds because we are blessed. We are blessed people, and the enemy will come for you and, and try to say that you're not, despite that you are, even though when God has already said, God has already told you that you are blessed in the city, you're blessed in the field, you're blessed in your comings and your goings, you're blessed. That's, I have to tell myself that every day. Because I will, I will stay in the line what God has for me and stay in, in that because once we get to, to thinking, that then we can come to fruition, right? And then don't start speaking it. Because you know that the, the, the power of, of life and death is in the tongue. So once you start thinking it and you start speaking it, and then you're wondering why, why is this happening today? Why am I having a bad day? Well, you, you woke up and spoke it. So many, so many people ha have said that. I had a lady tell me the other day, I said, good morning. She said, what's good about it? I said, <laughs> I said, well, you, you woke up. That's pretty good for me. It's unbelievable some of the, the things that, that people say and not even thinking about it. And they're, they're, they're speaking death uh, over, their, over their situation. So we have to keep in mind to keep to keep compassion in, in, in our hearts for ourselves and not to beat ourselves up when we do face disappointment, when we see those those shortcomings and things happen in our in our lives. Amen. 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 Let's skip down to chapter 29. I'm sorry, 29 and 31. 29 and 31. It says, when, and I'm, I'm reading because I want you to, to kind of see 
see the story develop, see the word, and kind of in, in, engulf ourselves in, in this. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was bearing. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. She, received, she conceived again and bore a son and said, now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name will be called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. The next point to remember to keep in mind is don't allow your situation to cause you not to see God. I'll say it again. Don't allow your situation to cause you not to see God. Because as I just read, she was having boys. At, at that time, especially having boys, you were already blessed. You were considered blessed to have one. She's, she had three uh, in a row and, and then had uh, Judah, the fourth one. Sometimes when, when we face disappointments and, we, and we're seeing uh, things, we're, we're seeing what's happening and not seeing God in our lives. We're not seeing him align things. He, we're not seeing him shut this door because over, over here, this is going to lead to destruction anyway. We don't, we, we're not seeing his hand in us. We're just seeing that disappointment. And we, we throw the pity party. We get upset. We get down. We call our friends or we do whatever it is that we do. Uh, and, and instead of just looking at his hand, looking at uh, his hand of protection, looking at how he, he moves and how he orchestrates, because he's not in time. He's, he's looking down. He's looking down at us, and we're the ones that's, that's in, in this, this three-dimensional shell. We're, we can only see what's in front of us. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. And then, it, again, it goes back to, to trusting him. And, but we got to be able to, to see and not be able to see what's happening in front of us and not get caught up with, with that. That's why he, 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 God tells us that we, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Because what you're looking at can deceive you sometimes. What you see in front of you sometimes is not real. It's all a, a fantasy world. And we have to be in tune with the spirit, listen to the spirit, listening, listening to him. That, that's, that's my prayer that, that I could be in tune with him. And I started, I'm going to tell you what I started doing. I started asking God to help me find parking spots. That's what I did. I remember at one time, and it happened like three times in a row. <laughs> and Chad said, how did, you, how did you find this parking spot? I said, I asked the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he turned here, turned there, boom. It was right there, right beside the handicap park. Because <laughs> I, I just, I got to have that connection with the Holy Ghost. I've got to have it. I got, <laughs> so I'll try on something small, and he, and he delivered. Because I, I, had, I, had, I had the heart, I had the, the yearnings for it. Because God, I done made too many mistakes. I got to have your guidance. I got to have your direction. Because I can't afford to do this on my own anymore. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We're still in Genesis. Let's uh, continue on in it was chapter 30, verse 1. Chapter 30, verse 1. Now, when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I'll die. Right? Lord, give me a child. Or what kind of pressure is that? That's a lot of pressure to put on a brother. <laughs> give me a child or I'm going to die. You're going to die? You're going you to kill over and die. If you, you, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. The last, I mean, I'm sorry, the third one is don't allow yourself to see what others have as more valuable than what God gave you. Mm. Glory be to God. Because the first word was that she saw. When she saw she wasn't having any children, and then her sister Leah was. And what's, what's interesting about, about this is that she, she was jealous that Leah was having children, but Leah was jealous that she was loved. Because the first thing she said a minute ago was that after when she had the first three kids, that were well, now my husband would love me. Now I would have affection. So the, the other one wanted what each, other, what, what each other wanted. And they thought the other one had more value in what they had. But they both had, they both had purpose in what they were doing. They both, they, they both had a reason for where, for where they were. And that's what can get us in, into trouble sometimes is when we start comparing ourselves. Because right. the, the, the Bible says it's unwise to compare yourself. When you start looking at, uh, well, this person got that. Well, why I, I'm not able to get that? I'm working hard. Why, why, why I don't have this? Why I don't have that? And, and that's even in the, in the natural. We do the same thing in the spirit. Well, I don't pray like so-and-so. I don't, I don't really want to pray. You know, I, I can't dance like so-and-so. So I'm just going to not, I'm not going to do it. We do those things, and, and I'll be honest with you, that's, that's, one, of the, that's one of the things that, that really held me up in, in preaching because it wasn't getting in front of people because I'm, I'm in front of people all the, all the time. Uh, it wasn't some of the other things. It was that I was comparing myself because we, we know the, the uh, apostle, he's, he set the bar so high, he can, get, he can give you the page number that the scripture's on. I said, I can't do that. How in the world? I... I even, even ministers that, that are on TV, I don't, and it got to the place where I was beating myself up about it. Like, I, don't, I don't sound like them. I don't, I don't move like them. I don't talk like them. I don't do this. And so I would even begin to start doubting myself. And I, I would get a word from, from someone that would, that would help me. I would keep moving. And I'm going to tell you what God, what God did. The kids that I teach, he started using them. He started, he started putting in them. They were telling me, well, Mr. Yelverton, you sound like a preacher. And when, it, when they first started saying it, it was when, of course, when I was fussing at them. So then, so then it was like in my mind, and just like Mr. Erica said, sometimes you can't even blame the devil for stuff. And in, in, in my mind, I said, oh, it's because I'm loud and fussing. You think I'm sounding like a preacher. That was in my mind. But then it, it, God took it up another level. When I was just teaching, talking about numbers, talking about math, Saying good morning, Mr. Evans, you sound like a preacher. But then it, it moved from not about what I sound like, but the spirit inside of me. The kids that went to church that recognized that spirit and saw it, saw the spirit in me. 
So it helped me understand, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't have to do that like somebody. I can, get it, I can get in my space and do my thing because if I get out of place and then that space is empty and then we fighting over here if this person don't move. So I just had to cont continuously tell myself that stick with what God gave you. And it's a constant reminder. Give, 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 give them what God gave you. Stay in my lane and do what you, do what you need to do. So you have to just remember that just um, don't allow yourself to see what others have is more valuable than what God gave you. Because what God gave you is special. It is special. And please tell yourself that because the, the world probably won't. But tell yourself that what God made, what he placed inside of you is special. It is a designer's original. It fits you for what you were made to do. And don't let the devil, don't let yourself tell you anything else. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If we keep moving, we can see how the, how the story is moving and it's changing. And it gets even, it gets even better because you, you see Laban. I told you I'm a family person, so when I read the Bible, it, it pops out to me. And we can see all the, the, the tricks that, that Laban did in a minute. That's where Jacob probably got it from. Because it just came around through the line, and it's just, just like how it is with our families. Sometimes we try to want, I know I'm telling a lot of silly stories, but uh, we could look at, look at our families and kind of see where things come from. I'll give you an example. When I, when I started, uh, I knew something was up. When I started bringing Chastity around, I felt myself giving uh, explanations on stuff before she met people. That's kind of you know something's wrong when you got to explain stuff before you even meet, meet somebody, right? So you, I'm, ex, I'm explaining stuff. And don't get me wrong, I love my family. Uh, I love my family a lot. But uh, before I came to Christ, I was, a, I was a, one of those people that I was late. I was off late all the time. And to the point where I had to go to God and say, God, I need, I need to change this. I need to, to fix this. So fast forward now, when we go back home to my family and, see, and, and we meet with people and go to uh, family events and stuff, the family, the cookouts and events are so late. It's to the point like we have to get a snack before we go to a cookout. That's how bad it is. That's bad. That's where we have to get a snack now. If the cookout starts at 1, don't show up hungry at 1, I'm telling you. Get you a snack because we ain't going to get the grill fired up to about 3. I'm going to let you know. And when I started going back, seeing that, I started seeing, oh, that's where that came from. And when I was in it, I couldn't even see it. It took, it took God to move me out and to really open my eyes and really see that and to change that. Even when you when you got single people that are, are dating, because you, when you first start dating, you're going to meet that representative. Go, go to that family and see what's going on out there. See what's happening. Go to them cookouts. Go to them family functions. Watch them uncles and them aunts and them cousins and stuff and see what they doing. If something ain't right, get your plate to go and get up out of there. Go ahead. Get on, get, get on up out of there. Something ain't right. That's, that's wisdom right there. That's wisdom. That's wisdom right there. Let's go on down to Genesis 31. <laughs> Genesis 31. 
verse 4. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock and said to them, I see your father's countenance that is in his that is not favorable towards me as before. But the God of my father has been with me. And you know that with all my might, I have served your father. Yet your father has received me. I'm sorry, your father has deceived me and changed my wages 10 times. But God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said thus, the speckle shall be your wage, then all the flocks bore speckle. And if he said thus, the, the, stri the streaked shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaked. So God has taken away the lives livestock of your father and given them to me mm. the next one don't allow your situation to keep you from seeing your way out well, what was going on as we said Laban had, had changed his, Jacob's wages 10 times he he basically lied to him but what's interesting everything that, that Jacob put his hands to God blessed and he, and, he, and he prospered in it. And the thing to keep in mind is, is that when people misuse you or they, they treat you, mistreat you, that God don't need people to treat you fair in order to bless you. I'm gonna say it again. God don't need people to treat you fair to bless you. Sometimes we get into situations where on our jobs or in different relationships where we get, we get uh, disappointed because of something happened. And depending on who that person is, we can feel trapped, we can feel uh, isolated, definitely hurt. But God can, can, he can move that person or move you to another situation. I've seen both of them happen. God is, is all powerful. He's powerful than, than any, any, any supervisor. Any person in a relationship, any, anybody you've seen, that he holds the king's heart in his hand. And so we allow people to take control almost and almost feel like they take our power and we give them God's power. We don't pray about it. We don't speak up. We speak to it. We accept what they, what they tell us, what they said to us. And we almost uh, uh, walk in what they, what they have spoken over our lives. And no, that's, that's no. I, I'm a son of the most high. There's a thousand cows on a thousand hills. I don't have, I'm not subject to what you think or what you say about me. No matter your title, no matter where you're from, no matter where you're going, that I, I, serve, I serve the one and true living God. So we don't, we don't, how people treat us does not dictate God's ability to, to bless us, to pour in us, to change that situation. So we have to just see God's hand uh, for what it is. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So as we move on in, in the story, what happens next is God appears to uh, Jacob in a, in a dream. And he basically says, okay, you, you've been with Laban long enough. It's time to pack up, take Leah, Rachel, everybody, and go ahead and go back to your, your, your father's house. And we catch up at, at verse 14, 31 and 14. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, is there still any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? 
are we not considered strangers to him? For he has sold us and also completely consumed our money. For all these riches which God has taken from our, our father are really ours and our children's now. Then whatever God has said to you, do it. Then Jacob rose and said to his sons and his wives on camels, and he carried away all his livestock and all his possessions, which he has gained, his acquired livestock, which he had gained in Panorama, Panorama to go to his father's Isaac in the land of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the household idols that were her, her, her father's. Right, she stole, stole the idols. So the last thing to keep in mind is that looking to the past can keep you from seeing your future. And what's, what's interesting is about this, this idol, the idol was tied to her family's inheritance, basically Laban's family in, inheritance. But what's interesting is she has saw or has seen Jacob be blessed, they saw that he was prosperous, his livestock was, was growing, he was wealthy. She knew that he was going on to his, his father Isaac's house, who also was wealthy. So I couldn't understand why, if you are in wealth, why would you try to hold back onto something else that you, that you thought was valuable? But when we read, she started off saying all the things that her father had done, all the things he had taken from her. So you can tell that she was really hurt, really. So she was holding on back to what had happened. So when we go through disappointments and we face challenges, we have to let it go. We can't hold back. We can't move forward looking back. We got to, whoever hurt us, we got to forgive. Whatever words were, were said, we got to move on. We can't just sit back and hold on to, to things in the past because we can miss out on our futures and what God has for us. Because I promise what God has for you is, is way better than, than whatever you could take, whatever idol you can take, whatever you can hold on to, whatever grudge, whatever uh, mistake that you made. It's bigger and it's better God has for you than whatever that could be. Just five things to remember when, when we go through our, our disappointments, when things happen. Five things to, to just keep in, to keep in mind. I'm not gonna gonna linger on, linger on today. Uh, I just ask that we all just stand. Appreciate it. Praise God. Praise God. As you can see, I, I underlined C in, in all of those because it's, it's that's what's most important. Because if we if we don't see it, we can't believe it. And we've got to be able to believe what, what God has for us to be able to attain it. Because without faith, it is impossible to, believe, to, to please God. So seeing it will, will help us be able to obtain, our, to obtain it, to have the faith, to have the belief, to, to have the confidence that he is who he says he is, that he will deliver and come through. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Father.
We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web at www.changeatc3.org. That's change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number three, dot org. Or call us at 704-821-7368. Covenant Community Church, where the truth is revealed.